0: Welcome to the FedHeads, a weekly podcast from Grant Thornton Public Sector. Join the FedHeads, Robert Shea and Francis Rose, each week to talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome to another episode of FedHeads. I'm Francis Rose. And I'm Robert Shea. And it's great to see you, my friend. Welcome back to the world of FedHeads after the wonderful time that we had in New Orleans with Carlos O'Tal, your boss. And uh, the, I think he's probably the biggest fan of Fed Heads that exists.
1: I feel like I've been boxed out a little bit, <laughs> and, and I had to claw my way back in. So I'm just glad that this is actually happening.
0: Well, it's happening, and you're back. And I look forward to a new fall season of Fed Heads. I mean, technically, it's not a new season, but I like to say that because it sounds cool. Because it sounds kind of televisiony.
1: We've been renewed.
0: Right. That's right. <laughs> well, and that, but. That's not for you to marvel about. That's for me to marvel about because it's your thing. And you just kind of invited me along for the ride. Speaking of along for the ride, so we have an opportunity to do something that I think it could be potentially really one of the most cool things that we've ever done. So South by Southwest, the big blowout they have in Austin, Texas every March, right? Has this deal where they're going to have podcasts come and do their podcast live at South by Southwest so adam hughes our genius behind the scenes guy are yours i guess i mean he's behind Ours. the scenes of, of fed heads
1: really the countries and the world's
0: guy well fair point fair point he's a citizen of the world so he has lined this up he's gotten us in the hopper to be eligible for the community voting and if we get i don't know the most votes you and i will go to south by southwest in march and we'll do FedHeads live at South by Southwest. How about that? That's pretty cool, isn't it?
1: FedHeads on the road. Yes, it is. It's really cool.
0: And and it would be especially appropriate because we've been on the road before, so we know how to do it.
1: That's right. But uh, never in Texas.
0: No, that's true. Uh, so far, just New Orleans and Orlando. That's right. Uh, but, so so the, Texas the would be great. State,
1: the great state of Texas has not enjoyed Fed heads, so they deserve it.
0: So, what you have to do is there's a website here, and it must be the South by Southwest people. So, they've made this the most convoluted website possible to be able to vote. So, listen carefully panelpicker.sxsw.com slash vote slash 102887. How about that?
1: How about that?
0: slash zero two eight eight seven. If you if you type that into your URL, I'm sure we'll get that linked up on the Fedheads, you know, in social media and all that jazz. It's already there now. People oh, can so go in So I thought. Well, I wonder what the competition is. So I went on this site, this panelpicker.sxsw.com site, right? And right. So we're up against 6,044 other podcasts.
1: The good news is our listeners are among the smartest on the planet. Yes. And so we have an advantage in that they will be more likely to navigate the nominating site than any of the other podcasts. I
0: think that's exactly 100% true, and I was a little daunted when I saw that we're competing against sixty six thousand forty four other podcasts, until I started to read the names of some of the other pitches. Now, <laughs> we joke about Arcana all the time. That's right. We are nothing compared to some of the Arcana that is happening in the world. Do I even want to know this? Alright, here's a couple examples. Can legal tech break the organized bars monopoly i assume that has something to do with the practice of law but i don't have any idea data to development how hollywood finds new ip i do not know if the host of that is ip freely but maybe <laughs> be part of the learning revolution with fortnite now i have a 19 year old son so i know fortnite is a video game like it's a, I, I mean i don't understand Undesign comics. I don't even know what undesigning means.
1: Oh my gosh! And These are the probably have thousands of followers.
0: Probably do, which means we're doing something wrong. Right. Um, movement makers: How movements drive social change? Like uh, one like of the things. Thousands- well, I don't, I don't know. One of the things that I've done for the last 35 years of my career is try to figure out how to jazz stuff up, you know, how to make it entertaining. <laughs> I just don't know how you do that. Shopper engagement, question mark. Gamification is the answer, exclamation point. Wow. Yeah. So this is what we're up against. and And God help us, if we don't get on the stage down there and one of these, you know, tweeting while, I mean, just there's all kinds of stuff. It's...
1: How many do they take?
0: Well, you can vote for as many as you want, I suppose, but like, why would you vote for any of these and and, and us? Yes. So here's the thing. This is something you as a political guy might know. We need what is called bullet voting, and that's the concept that when you can vote for more than one, you still only vote for one person anyway because that widens the margin of victory for that one person. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So that's what we need is a lot of bullet voting on the so, uh, <laughs> on the Fed heads. We dear. need to crowd out the others. Yes, that's exactly how what I'm talking about. So you right. go on uh, our social media channels and find the link there, or I'll read this thing again because it's really outrageous. Panel Picker P A N E L P I C K E R dot S X S W dot com slash vote slash ten twenty eight eighty seven. I don't know how anybody's ever going to remember that.
1: That's right. We got links on the, we got links on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, so we are making it easier for our listeners to vote for us.
0: That's great. Okay, so do that, and I think you can vote like a hundred thousand times. So I encourage everybody to do that. If it's, I mean, it's the, the rules say it's okay. So right. That's right. Yep. If they didn't want you to only vote once, then that's their problem how 5g will revolutionize media from tv to xr oh
1: wait yeah Sorry. i don't
0: <laughs> wake up wake yep. up love optimism and action in the climate crisis now oh my God. now <laughs> i understand the importance of the climate and i'm not gonna i'm not trying to open that can of worms because you know i'm not a denier or any of that jazz but i mean love optimism and action what does that what does that even mean
1: I, I don't know. I guess you have to go to South. By, I, I guess you have to listen to them to find out. But
0: um. oh, here we go. <laughs> so I clicked on this one. Yep. Following the release of the IPCC report in October 2018 and the explosion of new climate organizing, climate change has emerged on the global stage and into the public consciousness. That's true. That's and that's all fair. In this panel, hear from leading thinkers about the much-needed role of love, creativity, and future visualization to inspire elevate and equip ourselves to act and to lead others during the climate emergency come prepared to be deeply inspired and activated with grounded optimism grounded optimism not just (laughs) not just haphazard chaotic optimism so you can cultivate hope and grit for a lifetime of climate activism
1: why did you make our listeners suffer through that
0: well because i want to call attention to the fact that god bless them we need them to go vote that's right. We need you to go vote so that we're on the stage at South by Southwest in March instead of the, these very nice, I'm sure they're very nice and very earnest and sincere individuals. But I just can't imagine in all of my 35 years in, in being in the content business, how you make that compelling. I just don't, I just don't understand.
1: It. <laughs> you're, you're setting us up for really a shame if we don't.
0: Well, it is what it is. All right. While I have you, there's some other arcana we should probably cover, and that is the fact that we're about to enter, after Labor Day, the busiest season of the year for pretty much everybody that works in federal government, right?
1: Well, we're in it. I mean, people talk about the lazy days of summer. Budgets are due to OMB September 5th. At the same time, Congress has got to wrap up FY20 spending, and the procurement machines of agencies are humming because they're spending in the next six weeks more than they will have spent in their entire history. So it is an incredibly busy time for people doing the work of government.
0: What are the most important things that people should be doing in the coming weeks to prepare for this, to make sure that this is executed well and as efficiently as possible?
1: The acquisition process is what it is not much you can do now except for make sure that their procurement dollars are getting out the door as efficiently as they can budget chops are putting the final grub on their budget submissions what's going to be out in the open is congress's uh, negotiations with the administration on fy20 appropriations we pray there you know we got a budget deal so the caps were raised Congress and the administration still have to negotiate the details of agency budgets before October 1. Now, they won't get all that done by then, so there'll be a continuing resolution. What I pray, earnestly hope, is that they come to agreement and there's not a shutdown.
0: When the budget deal passed and the president signed it, I think a lot of people thought that meant automatically there's not going to be a shutdown. It doesn't sound like you think that's the case.
1: That's right. And our listeners are sophisticated enough to know that a, a a deal to raise budget caps is not an appropriation. So the details need to be worked out before we can all breathe a sigh of relief that we won't have a shutdown.
0: One final note as we wrap up. By the way, thanks for doing this. It's a weekend. We This is a little bit out of character for us, but we wanted to.
1: Uh, I'm just glad you called.
0: Well, I, I'm happy to talk to you as always. You got who I was. It, 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 no, of course not. I mean, Carlos was great, and I know he's listening to this podcast, so he was really awesome. It was wonderful to work with him, but I'm glad you're back.
1: I work with him every day. You got a little slice of heaven that I experience every single hour of every single day.
0: You're a lucky, lucky man. One of the ironies of this whole South by Southwest thing I want to bring back to you. There's one of the podcasts we're competing against uh, when you go vote at panelpicker.sxsw.com slash vote slash 102887 is a podcast called How to Pitch Your Idea. Now, if you're the guy or woman that is pitching the How to Pitch Your Idea podcast and you don't make it, maybe you should do a different thing. Oh, my
1: gosh. That's right. That's right. Maybe it's, a, it's like a canary in the coal mine.
0: Right. <laughs> That's the sign that yes. maybe you're doing it wrong. All right, welcome back to the podcast, my friend. It's great to talk Thanks to you again.
1: Specific. Great to see you.
0: Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, brought to you by Grant Thornton Public Sector. All of the resources talked about during the episode are available in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on Twitter at GTPublicSector to join the conversation. And don't forget to leave us a comment or review on iTunes or the Google Play Store.